Hello and welcome to episode 177 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and God podcast. Being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it's time for the September Crazy Travel Roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And tonight I am partaking in a Foster's Lager oil can, weighing in at a very hefty 4.0 APV. I call this lawn beer. We spent most of the day working in the yard, enjoying the beautiful sunny weather here in Central Florida. One trip since the last episode, it was from O-Town to John Wayne Airport for a three-day visit to none other than Irvine, California. The trip out to Irvine was uneventful, as was the stay at the Hampton Inn, Irvine East. But there were three things of note. First, 78 degrees with zero humidity is absolutely amazing. Second, the Irvine landscaping is absolutely beautiful. Irvine's nestled inside these beautiful mountains, none of which have any development on them. And third, my daily drive took me along Alton Parkway, and most of the homes along Alton were located up on a hill. Nothing unusual there, nothing of note, but all the homes had clear plexiglass fences. Think of the COVID-era riot shields at the gas station, supermarket, and the hotel check-in counters. And so I asked a co-worker about the clear fences, and he let me know that those were million-dollar-plus homes, and they did not want a solid wood fence spoiling that million-dollar view from the mountains. Side note, a $1 million home in Irvine, California, is much different than a million-dollar home here in O-Town. My returning flight home included a three-hour delay in Austin, Texas. This placed me back at Chateau Relaxo right around 2 a.m. This allowed me plenty of time for a 7 a.m. drive to Atlanta, Georgia. I was on four planes that week, and maybe 20, maybe 25 of the people were wearing a mask between all four of those flights. We did have a bit of a break in the Chateau Relaxo monotony last week as Hurricane Ian came to town. And we did truly dodge a bullet as we only experienced high winds and lots of rain. There was some localized flooding in town, but nothing near the damage that Southwest Florida experienced. That being said, the O-Town news organizations were firmly convinced and tried to convince us that we were all going to die. And in case you didn't know this, there is with TV weatherman, there's typically a progression when it comes to hurricanes. First, they lose the jacket. Then the shirt sleeves get rolled up, and finally, right about before the proverbial S hits the fan, the necktie either gets loosened or completely removed. Wednesday morning at 6 a.m., we turned on the local news, and our local weatherman was already jacketless, tieless, and not only were his sleeves rolled up, but it looked like he had spent the night sleeping in his dress shirt. And this was a solid 18 hours before O-Town was in the midst of Hurricane Ian. Now, as I'm putting the show notes together, Ian has made landfall near Georgetown, South Carolina, as once again a Category 1 hurricane. And like I mentioned, the devastation in Southwest Florida is unimaginable. In 92, when uh, I forget the name, I think it was Andrew came through and wiped out Homestead. 
probably even worse than that. So I put some links in the show notes for the Red Cross, the Salvation Army, and don't forget the pets. There is the American Humane and a link to their page as well. And no matter where you live, there's always going to be a weather challenge of some sort out west. It's fires and earthquakes. The Midwest has its share of seasonal flooding as well as tornadoes. The North is known for its snowstorms, and in the South, it's the hurricanes. And like they say, or used to say on the commercials, you can't fool Mother Nature. On to the September Crazy Travel Roundup, and we open with this. Woman forced to sit in flight attendant jump seat due to her ostentatious breasts. Leah Parker is a 26-year-old glamour model and exotic dancer, and on a recent flight, she was busted for her breast size. Now, Leah is petite, but in my opinion, it seems that she has some aftermarket bolt-on parts. And due to those modifications, those bolt-on parts, Leah claims that she was forced to sit in the rear galley in a flight attendant jump seat on her flight from LA, or from, sorry, Las Vegas to London. Now, Leah explained that she couldn't help touching other passengers while squashed into her small economy seat. She claims fellow passengers complained about this and asked the cabin crew to move her. And then she went on to say that the seats being small is not good for my boobs. I struggle to not be in other passengers' ways. Well, don't feel too bad for Leah as her Instagram bio does indeed list her as a glamour model and an exotic dancer. So I'm guessing that she's used to being the center of attention. And I put a Google on the word ostentatious, hoping to see a picture of Leah, who's also known on Instagram as Jody Jugs with two G's. And I put a link into the show notes so you can take a picture or take a look at Jody Jugs. And I wonder if Leah was seated originally in row 46 double D. In keeping with the last story's theme, 8 News Now sent this our way. Woman tells officers she was under arrest due to good looks. Dateline Las Vegas, Nevada. Hind Bustami, B-U-S-T-A-M-I, was arrested for reportedly skipping out on a restaurant tab as well as violating airport rules. And the icing on the cake is that Hind Bustami told officers she was under arrest because she was too good looking. Police say they were called to a Chili's restaurant, a solid choice when it comes to uh, airport dining, inside the Harry Reid International Airport, and they were called in for a woman who had left without paying her bill, and the police searched for Bustami but couldn't find her. And why couldn't they find her? Well, it seems at the exact same moment, police were notified by TSA that a female matching Bustami's description was observed sleeping near the security checkpoint, hindering their operations. Officers eventually found Bustami in the baggage claim area where she was belligerent with the officers, saying that she was being harassed because the cops had never seen anyone as pretty as her. And while the cops were amidst of arresting Bustami, she threatened to spit on the officers and that the officers were perverts and trying to rape her because they had never seen anyone as good looking as her. Now here's the tip in, police later learned that Bustami had a warrant issued for her arrest out of the Las Vegas Municipal Court. The takeaway to me is this, you know, typically women 
complain about being singled out or picked on at the airport or on an airplane. They usually say that it's because they're fat or they're ugly. Well, not because that they were too voluptuous or too good looking. So possibly all the BOPO, the body positive movement out there is taking hold. Now here's a quick life lesson. In case you didn't know this, much of life is subjective. For example, Yelp, Google reviews, everything you posted is someone's opinion. You know, same thing with beauty contests. It's really tough to define what beauty is. And, you know, are you fairly compensated at your job? Again, very subjective. I'm guessing that your bosses probably think you're overcompensated and you more than likely think you're undercompensated. But there are some things that are pretty cut and dry. Hitting a sales quota, you know, winning a sporting event, things like that. Well, subjectiveness sets the stage for this story from Southwest Airlines. Early September, Carrie, no last name, was kicked off a Southwest Airlines flight. Nothing new there. Carrie's side of the story is that she wanted to make a crying child in the gate area feel better. So she did some cartwheels while also having a glass of wine. Not sure if the wine led to the cartwheels or the cartwheels led to the wine, but the Southwest crew found Carrie's behavior unusual, assuming that she was intoxicated and denied her boarding. The Southwest side of the story is as follows. The flight crew noticed Carrie having a glass of wine while being loud and while doing gymnastics. So apparently this trifecta, this combination got Carrie denied boarding as she was told that she was intoxicated. This part of the story is not subjective. There is a video, there's always a video, I'll put a link in the show notes, and of course, it was filmed in portrait mode. But in the video, subjectively, in my opinion, Carrie's speech is slurred. However, stone cold sober, I have terrible balance and could never walk a straight line at a DUI stop. Possibly what I heard was Carrie's normal speech pattern. But I can tell you this, subjectively, the Southwest flight attendant sounded very condescending, and that's when you talk down to people when she was speaking with Carrie. This next story will give you step-by-step instructions on how to appear as a total mallet head, then prove that you're a total mallet head, and then get fired from your job. An unnamed passenger flying from Philly to Dallas started his flight as normal but it quickly spiraled downward when he was allegedly accused of inappropriate behavior towards the woman sitting next to him. This was followed by the unnamed man exclaiming he's racist because he's a white man with a black bag, which he states is a better bag than most of you all can afford. And then he admitted that he was a little bit intoxicated. Duh. Next, he proved that he was not only racist, but he was also homophobic with an obscenity-laced rant for the whole plane to hear. This led to him being escorted off of the American Airlines flight, but not before he let everyone know that he was a chemical engineer with GlaxoSmithKline, GSK. At the time, he was working for GSK. Currently, he was working for GSK because once GSK got wind of this stunt, they fired him. So here's a quick life tip. Don't flex your job if you plan on going on an embarrassing, homophobic, racist rant. 
I spoke about this next topic in episode 175, the August Crazy Travel Roundup. This month, the points guy tackled this topic as well. Mobile tipping comes to hotels. Will housekeepers really benefit? And the post opens with this. No cash on hand to leave a tip for a housekeeper during your next hotel stay? No problem. One major hotel company rolled out mobile tipping platform this month to keep things cashless, and there are signs more could be in the works. So the major hotel chain in the post is Wyndham. And I ran into this at the Homewood Suites in Jacksonville, Florida, late July, maybe early August. And the customer engagement at both of these properties is almost identically the same process. You scan a quick response or a QR code with your phone and follow the prompts from there. Now, Wyndham's adoption of mobile tipping came as a result from hotel owners and housekeepers as they asked for it during the pandemic. And typically when hotel chains and airlines break the seal on a idea, policy, plan, whatever, no matter how good or how bad it is, the other major chains and the other major airlines will soon follow. Now, without getting into the unions and franchise properties, this is a terrible idea. And here's my personal take on it. In Miami, many restaurants automatically impose a 15 to 20% tip on your meal. If you don't notice this, you could very quickly end up tipping 35 or 40%. And the reason is that Miami has an endless supply of European travelers and they're not used to tipping, so they go ahead and bake it into your bill. Some people notice it, some don't. While mobile tipping isn't the same, I don't need someone deciding that this is how they want me to tip others. Yes, I can still drop a $5 bill on the dresser as I leave, but it's not the same. Possibly Hurricane Ian and the barometric pressure change have me being just a little bit cranky this week. Here's a question for this episode. Is it okay to have fun at work? Of course it is. And the answer is subjective. What is fun, right? Well, from the Daily Mail, TikToker slams Air Canada crew for fooling around on the tarmac and posing for snaps on engine while her flight was three hours late. TikTok user Suggy with a hoodie, S-U-G-Y-W-I-T-D-A hoodie, Suggy with a hoodie, filmed the staff of the plane through a window overlooking the runway as they were taking photos around the plane. Suggy with a hoodie then went on to post with the pictures everyone on our flight wondering why we're three hours delayed and the flight attendants are having a literal photo shoot outside on the plane. And the last three words, on the plane, is in all caps. So this point had to have been very important to Sugi with a hoodie. Now, the Tiki Tok comments were divided. Some were, my Air Canada flight was delayed two hours because the crew left their hotel late and were stuck in traffic. Another commenter suggested that the... Uh, the airline crew was quiet quitting. And to this point, which might or might not be true, this not so fun fact is that flight attendants are not paid on the ground during boarding or delays at the airport. So they might as well just go ahead and do a photo shoot. And one last user added, to be fair, they're probably waiting and trying to pass the time just like you. Like it or not, 
the three-hour delay had nothing to do with the pop-up photo shoot. Maybe the Air Canada flight was delayed as they stocked up on some more ginger ale and bacon. Finishing up with this, we've all heard about the exclusive Mile High Club. If you haven't, check out Urban Dictionary or put a Google on it. But after 20 plus years of business travel, I'd much rather have admittance into the Admirals Club than the Mile High Club. Have you seen the size of a airplane laboratory? So this was an American Airlines flight from LA to Dallas, and the passengers had no idea what was in store for them. Soon after takeoff, passengers heard what one passenger described as, quote, somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting, end quote. There's a link to the video, and you should definitely check it out. The noise is coming from inside the plane. No, it's actually coming from inside the PA system. And it was a source of confusion to the flight crew. Apparently, one of the flight attendants thought someone was pulling a prank, but it turned out to be a weird malfunction in the PA system that sounded like a man's moans. So some poor American Airlines representative had to deliver this message. <laughs> Our maintenance team thoroughly inspected the aircraft and the PA system and determined the sounds were caused by a mechanical issue with the PA amplifier, which raises the volume of the PA system when the engines are running. And he followed that up with, you're now free to moan about the cabin. Well, there you have it, the September crazy travel roundup. Not a lot of COVID talk, not a lot of violence, a lot of sex though. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Leave me a message at Anchor. Shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.